Hello, and welcome to the ATPE podcast, brought to you by the Association of Texas Professional Educators and covering the hottest topics on Texas educators' minds today. Hello, and welcome to the ATPE podcast. My name is David George, and I serve as the editor for ATPE News Magazine. In this episode, we're going to be discussing the penalty-free resignation deadline. We're joined today by Selena Liao, a staff attorney in the ATPE Member Legal Services Department for the past five years. For a little background, Selena serves as an on-call attorney, taking calls daily from members and answering email inquiries through our Member Legal Services intake system. And we're really happy to have you return to the podcast, Selena. Hi, David. Thanks for having me back. Uh, Let's begin with what is the penalty-free resignation deadline And why is it important for educators to be familiar with this deadline? So the penalty-free resignation deadline is the last possible date that a Chapter 21 contract employee can resign without risking penalty to their TA certification. This applies to probationary, continuing, and term contract employees. The Texas Education Code provides that an educator can resign their employment without penalty if they submit their resignation not later than the 45th day before the first day of instruction of the following school year. If an educator resigns after that date without being released from their contract, that's considered contract abandonment and the educator could face sanctions to their certification by the state board for educator certification. Can you give us some examples of situations where an educator needs to be aware of the penalty-free resignation deadline? Uh, Sure. Um, So the penalty-free resignation deadline is particularly important for educators who are under contract in a district where they do not plan to return to work in the upcoming school year. Um, The most common scenario is when an educator signs a contract with their current district in the spring Then over the summer, that educator is offered a job in a different district. Um, They wish to accept that job. So can they accept that offer and sign a contract in that district? Yes, provided they resign from their former district prior to the penalty-free resignation deadline, which again is not later than the 45th day before the first day of instruction in the district that they are resigning from. Ideally, an educator would have their new contract in hand before resigning from their current district, but often educators find themselves in a race against the penalty-free resignation deadline as they wait for their new contract to come through. Um, If an offer is rescinded after an educator resigns, they could find themselves without a contract for the upcoming school year. So it's really important to note that resignations submitted before the penalty-free resignation deadline are deemed accepted upon submission. Um, Another scenario is where educators accept multiple offers and sign multiple contracts in different districts over the summer. This isn't prohibited as long as educator resigns all of the contracts that they do not plan to work under by the penalty-free resignation deadline in each of those respective districts. Uh, Can you give an example of how to calculate the penalty-free resignation deadline? So calculating the deadline is simple. Um, It's as simple as counting back uh, 45 calendar days from the first day of student instruction. 
And that's calendar days, not working days. So weekends and holidays count toward the deadline. And the first day of student instruction is the pertinent date here, not the first teacher work day. It's really important to confirm that you're using the district's most recent board approved calendar and that you confirm that the date you calculated is correct with your district's superintendent's office or human resources. For districts with the first instructional day in August, the penalty-free resignation deadline will be sometime in mid to late June or early July. But if your district's on a year-round calendar, the deadline will be earlier than that. So what's the proper way for an educator to submit their resignation prior to the penalty-free resignation deadline? Well, most people find this to be an old-fashioned practice, but the Texas Education Code provides that a written resignation mailed by prepaid, certified, or registered mail to the board president or the board's designee at the district's post office address is considered filed at the time of mailing. So sending in a resignation this way assures that an educator has proof that their resignation was submitted and that it was received. Um, the board often designates the district superintendent, the HR director, or other administrators to accept resignations. And educators can find their district's resignation policy at board policy DFE local. What kind of penalties can an educator face if they do not resign prior to the penalty-free resignation deadline? Once the penalty-free resignation deadline expires, an educator would have to request to be released from their contract. The contract release process can be challenging, particularly because it's become increasingly difficult for districts to replace educators. If an educator resigns without getting released from their contract, districts have the option to report that educator to the State Board for Educator Certification for contract abandonment. Mm. A resignation that's submitted after the 45-day penalty-free resignation deadline, but at least 30 calendar days before the first instructional day, could subject an educator to an inscribed reprimand on their certificate, and a resignation submitted within 30 calendar days of the first instructional day may result in the State Board of Educator Certification suspending an educator's certificate for a year. Is there an exception to the penalty-free resignation deadline for teachers who are enrolled in an alternative certification program? No, the deadline applies to all probationary term or continuing contract employees. And arguably, alternative certification candidates could face even harsher sanctions because the State Board for Educator Certification has authority to require that someone withdraw from an educator preparation program, and they can place restrictions on that individual from ever being issued uh, a, a certification. Any last thoughts or information about the penalty-free resignation deadline uh, that educators should be aware of? Because of the serious consequences of contract abandonment, I recommend that educators plan ahead as much as they can if they wish to resign over the summer. And they should definitely contact their professional organization for legal advice about the resignation process. Selena, thank you so much for so eloquently explaining all of this information to us today. And 
As always, if you have any questions or feedback, you can send those to com at atpe.org. That's C-O-M-M at atpe.org. And we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast as well as leave us a review. Thanks again for being here. And we'll see you next time on the ATPE podcast. Thanks for listening to the ATPE podcast. For more information about becoming part of Texas's largest community of educators, please visit atpe.org. The information provided in this podcast is for general purposes only. Individual legal situations vary greatly and viewers needing individual legal advice should consult directly with an attorney. Eligible ATPE members may contact the ATPE Member Legal Services Department.